Welcome to the Leave and Cert Guidance Podcast. My name is Dunico O'Mahony. I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor and I also run the Leave and Cert Guidance Instagram and TikTok pages. So if you're not following them, make sure to follow to stay up to date. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about here and dare applications. And I'm joined by Colm Downs, who's the Access Programme Manager at the Irish Universities Association. You're very welcome, Colm. Hi, Danica. Thanks for having me on. Well, Colin, we're going to start with DARE first today. So just for those who might not know, what is DARE and what are the benefits to applying to it? So there is a higher education access scheme for students whose disability has had an impact on their school experience. And it reduces the points that they need to get in, leaving certain points they need to get into college. So how do the points work, say, on the DARE scheme? Uh, you know, so sometimes I would see that they might only drop a small bit, sometimes they drop significantly. How does that work? Yeah, um, there's a number of factors that it depends upon. I'll I'll start with the most explainable example, I suppose. Let's say, for example, one of your viewers is a Leaving Cert student and they know that the points they need to get into their course is 400 points. And let's say, for example, there's um, 100 places on that course. Well, there would reserve 5% would have a reserve of 5% of place on that course. So let's say of the 100 places, there has five places on it. So if you're a, a student with a disability who's applied to DARE and you've been made eligible for the scheme, what happens is, is that you will compete against any other DARE eligible applicants for those 5% of places. So you might end up, uh, it might be a one point reduction, might get down to 399 points. And okay, then we've got one place. So one pla- let's say of the five places, one person has 399 points, and then we go down the list to 398, yeah. 397. Okay, there's two people there. Now we've picked two places left, and it will keep on going down the list until the places are allocated. There is a, a limit on the reduction of points, but that depends on each participating college has their own particular approach to that. So you should check that college's website on how much points they reduce by. So you could find, for example, a course where 400 points course that you're applying to, there's no other there eligible applicants and you could end up with a 10 or 15, 20 point reduction on it. It depends on how many applicants there are and what the points are for the scheme. Yeah, but there's no guarantee because a lot of students might say to me, oh, do I get 60 points off or 70 points off? So there's no guarantee. It really depends on the DARE applicants you're going up against for those places. So, Colm, I'm in the middle of doing some Section B applications in the educational impact statement uh, with uh, my students. What does uh, an application typically involve to DARE? Okay, so the applicant needs to provide um, two broad categories of uh, documentation to us. The first is the one you just mentioned, which is the educational impact statement. I meant, I did say at the start of this episode that it's not just open to anyone with a disability, it's people with disabilities whose disabilities have had an impact on their education. So we look at to gauge the impact of the disability on the student and we get the school to fill in that form. Typically, it can be somebody from, from a special educational needs teacher to a guidance counsellor. And it looks at the kind of impacts that it can have. It can have on your attendance. It can show kind of any kind of supports you might have had, learning support, additional time. You might have had accommodations for the um, junior cert. You might be already granted accommodations for the leaving cert. It could have had an impact in the past number of years on uh, falling results within within school or that you've had to attend appointments. or So there's a whole bunch of impacts that a disability can have depending on what that disability is and that's signed off by the schools they said so that's one set of information 
The second set of information then is the evidence of disability. So for example, if you are a student who is deaf, you might or hard of hearing, you might need um an audiogram or a school from the letter for the deaf, or if you are if there's a mental health condition, you would need a report from a psychiatrist with a diagnosis of that particular condition. So there are different criteria for different types of categories of disability that you may have. So it's really important that you check in on Access College forward slash dare to find your disability and what particular documentation you need. And one thing that occurs every year, Donica, is we have applicants who sometimes say, oh, the school was supposed to send in my report or uh, my doctor was meant to send in the report from the hospital. But, you know, we really do um, push this and it's within our handbooks and a lot of our literature. It's the applicant's responsibility to collect up that documentation and to model it up and post it off to the CAO. The details are on the website. And that's a really important thing to do. So don't wait till the last minute start gathering that documentation now because it can take time to get it together. Yeah, that's interesting. It is the candidate's responsibility to get all that information. It does take a lot of time to gather. So don't kind of leave it to last minute, I suppose, Colm. Get it in there. You have to have it posted off to the CEO by the 15th of March. Colm, it is worth noting as well that although a lot of universities, colleges, TUs, ITs are part of the the DARE and HERE scheme, not all of them are. No, that's right. That's right. Um, last year, for the first time, we had the National College for Art and Design join uh, there and here. So we're now nationwide, I suppose, in with all of the public colleges in the country. That's all of your typical traditional universities, Trinity College, UCC, University of Galway, Maynooth, etc. All of the t- technological universities, some teacher training colleges and art colleges. So we'd have pretty much all of those. Well, you would need to check. There is a lot of private colleges, so you need to check on access again, accesscollege.ie to try and find out. And, and there's a list of participating colleges on there. You can find out which ones are in and which ones aren't. Yeah, and, and Colin, we didn't mention a couple of closing dates there, but closing dates are very, very important. Yeah. There's no real leeway. Well, there is no leeway on them at all. You have to meet these deadlines. What are some important uh, deadlines for the DARE application? Okay, so the, the the mantra on this is the 1st, the 1st and the 15th. So the 1st of February, you will need to have opened your CAO account. I'm hoping that your viewers will have already done that anyway. Um, and whether you've selected preferences for courses or not, you can then, once you've opened your CAO account and you can do that now, you will be, within the form, you will be asked, do you wish to apply for there or do you wish to apply for here? And you tick the box if you wish to proceed with that. And then there's an application form uh, for each of those two schemes that you will need to complete before the 1st of of March. But once you've completed the form, your work isn't over. The 15th of March then is the deadline for a date for receipt of all the supporting documentation you will need to provide. And that's not to be uh, email to a college or to myself it's to be posted to the CAO in Galway and the uh, details are on the website about that and Colm then if you are successful in the application when do you find out and if you're not successful is there anything you can do about it yeah so we typically we issue our outcomes in or around the very last day of the leaving cert um I think last year the 27th of june this year i'm not i don't think there's a timetable yet but it'd be around the 27 28 of june it'd be the end of june anyway and we notify people in two ways 
um, the outcome of their there and here application will be posted on the CAO portal, which you register on. So any communications regarding your application will be posted there. But there will also be emailed to you on the email address that you registered for your CAO account on. For the most part, people will be eligible. I, I think it's around 81, 82% of people who apply for DARE are eligible and around 66%, give or take, of HERE people are eligible. I'm trying to remember these off the top of my head, <laughs> um, are eligible for HERE. Um, but if you're not eligible, um, when it, for those people who are contacted and told they're not eligible, there's um, within the letter are the details we provide. We also provide the details of a review and appeal application, which you can also make online. And you can take that forward from there. There's details of the basis for review and appeal, on, again, on, on Access College. Quite often, one of the reasons for our appeal is that documentation is like getting in or that they've sent the wrong documentation. So it's worth, you know, really is worth going through your documents now, trying to source your documents now and getting it right first time. There's lots of contacts, by the way, I should mention on accesscollege.ie forward slash there or forward slash here. And uh, under contact, on contact the college, you'll find the email address and the phone number for an access or disability officer within the college you're applying to. And they would have um, first-hand information and everything, all the information we need to make a successful application, you can talk to them directly. So the numbers and the emails that are there, they don't just go to the reception of the college, they go directly to that person who will be really in a position to inform you exactly what you want, what what what, what you need to do to proceed with your application. So don't be on your own with it. Um, please do ask us a question if you need. And finally, Colin, just before we shift over to here, if you are not eligible for DARE, even though you said there's 82% success rate, which is phenomenal, yeah. um, it doesn't prohibit you from getting supports at third level if you need them. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, look, in fact, the most students who enter into, with a disability, who enter into higher education, um, don't come in with a HEAR scheme because there's a lot of people who enter who are all the age of 23 or from other routes such as further education. So even if you're not eligible for DARE, and it's really important to note this because people often will worry about this. If you're not eligible for DARE, you can still register with the disability service and get access to all the services that they provide and get a needs assessment and to offer you the kind of support you need to achieve your success once you enter into higher education into the course you you, you prefer. And moving over to here then, uh, Colm, yeah. you know, what are the benefits of, of here? Is it uh, similar to DARE? Yeah, similar to there, it's for here is aimed at people who are um, underrepresented at higher education due to socioeconomic circumstances. Now, that's a bit of a bit of a mouthful, but typically it's people from, you know, backgrounds where the, the income is not very high in the household or there could be people who are families who are dependent on social welfare. Um, or it could be people who are in a particular areas of the country where there's not, you know, uh, huge number of people accessing higher education so we're trying to target those students and similar to here there's a five percent of all first year entry of sorry five percent of all first year undergraduate courses um in our participating colleges are reserved for these students so do get an application in there's there's places available 
And and did the points reduction does that work the same as there? Work it works exactly the same way, Donica. Yeah, um, and the number the number of points that it reduces by again is dependent on the number of here eligible applicants um, that are applied to your course. So, for example, if you've applied for uh, teaching or you're going to apply for teaching and it turns out that you're the only here eligible applicant, the points reduction could be quite large. But if it turns out that there are 20 other people who are also here eligible applying for your teaching course, well, then you're competing against them. So the message always is don't necessarily depend on there or here. Go and get the best leaving search you possibly can. Yeah, that's good advice. The application is very different, obviously, to DARE. What does it typically involve, the HERE application? Okay, so it's, it differs from, from, from HERE in that, or from DARE in that um, this is based around a lot of your, again, your socioeconomic circumstances. So your family income, it's to do with social welfare, yeah, medical cards, things like that. But quite a lot of our process is automated at this stage. So again, you make your application via, via the CAO, but the first of, you have, sorry, you have to apply to the CAO, but the first of February. Then you are asked, do you wish to complete your here application form? If you wish to tick yes. And it will open up an application form, which you need to have completed by uh, the 1st of March. Again, the process is not over and your your application is not completed for that stage. You would need to supply backup documentation by the 15th of uh, of March in by post to the CAO. There's a page, and I'm just uh, glancing here at the screen, apologies, uh, page 17 of the HERE handbook, which is on accesscollege.ie. We'll give you a checklist of the documentation you may need. So it goes through if you tick that my mother is in employment, my father isn't, or um, but my father is self-employed, or depending on how you answer the questions, it will generate, it will give you an indication of the kind of documentation you will need to provide uh, for a successful application. However, once you do complete the online application as well, um, your formal, that, um, depending on how you answer the questions, will generate a checklist of, of documents that you will need um, to provide to complete your application. And again, like the DARE application, those documents can be can take time to gather, so absolutely. not to leave that to last minute. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the, in fact, Donica, I would say the, the a top of the tree in the most common errors, and if, if, if students can avoid this pitfall, is that they send in documentation for the incorrect year um here looks for documentation for we'll be looking for documentation for 2022 and uh, from january 1st of january 2022 the 31st of december 2022 so you should be looking for um a statement of liability or ever or social welfare documentation for 2022 and that's that's one of the key messages so and it takes time often for revenue or department of social protection to generate those documentations so do go and request them as early as possible so you have them in hand and you can get your application in and you can have it completed by christmas maybe or just early in january so you can go forward with mocks and oral exams and things without having to worry about your here application after that and here applications you know it has nothing to do with grants or susie grants or money or anything like that it's worth noting that for students can often they can be a bit confused about that yeah i'm gonna say off the bat the only thing that they, that here guarantees for the applicants it, it, where they're eligible is 
being a competition for reduced points entry into college. It doesn't provide a grant automatically uh, or any other supports automatically. However, most colleges that are participating in here do offer additional uh, financial supports, but it's not at the same level as the SUSE grant. Um, it won't cover your fees and it won't cover accommodation or anything like that. Um, so it's really important that you will have to separately put in an application to SUSE when they do open for application. I think that's around uh, normally around March or April in 2024. So for here applicants, it's only for reduced points entry. And like there as well, if you're unsuccessful, there is an appeals process as well. Yeah, that's right. The outcomes for here are issued again on the same day as the DARE outcomes. Um, that'll be on the last day of the leaving cert at the end of June. And for those who those who are given an ineligible outcome, they are uh, entitled to make a review and appeal application. And again, the details of how to make that application and the grounds for making the application um, are on the website. It's, it's, it's really worth noting that, you know, saying, look, I forgot to send in any documentation or I didn't send in any support and documentation or my dog ate it or my, my dog ate my homework. That's not the kind of grounds for, for a review and appeal that we would we would accept. There are legitimate circumstances in which um applicants can't get access to documentation. So you should check the website for details on that. And Colin, last thing you mentioned accesscollege.ie a number of times there. What is that and how significant is it for here and there applicants? Okay, so Access College, you can see, um, is above my shoulder here. Uh, Access College is the official website for all things there and here, for applications to there and here. Whatever information is up there is the first-hand information and the most current information. It's hosted by ourselves in the IUA and uh, all of the participating colleges that are part of the scheme contri contribute to that to make sure that all the information is updated and current. It's the main repository of information. So I'd encourage you to use that as the primary source of information for your application. Brilliant, Colm. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the podcast. That's really, really informative for applicants. No worries. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much, Donica.